screen time, screen time, happy, happy screen time. This episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Go to dayoneapp.com to learn more or else. I'm John Moltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. Screen time, screen time, screen time, screen time. Happiest part of your kid's day. Screen time. (laughs) You've nailed it. That is our topic today. It's screen time. Oh my God. I love screen time. Absolutely the favorite time of the day. Mm, Me too. My kid loves screen time. I love screen time. We all scream for screen time. (laughs) We all scream for screen time. Screen time. Moltz, you you have a new career. Jingle writing and performance. Jingle writing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. The Friedman family philosophy is as follows. Generally speaking, right now, we didn't let our kids watch any TV until they were two. Yeah. They get to watch, they get to watch one show a day, sometimes two shows a day, uh, depending. But it's, it's an average of somewhere close to like 1.2 or 1.3 shows per day if you do it over time. Mm. And then that's that screen time sort of it it covers all the screen where i think we're too harsh about it but it covers all the screen time bases so if you use the tv that day then no you're not going to have as much you're not going to you know play on the ipad that day or whatever oh uh, yeah the weekends we get a little bit looser on the weekends uh i think i've discussed this on the show in the past but like you wake up at 6 45 and come into my room i hand you an ipad you go back to your room or to one of your siblings rooms and then around 8 8 15 we you just have a stack of them yeah we acknowledge that the world exists yeah. and then we'll wake up too but so weekends you get like an hour and a half of iPad time and you still get to watch your show later. But otherwise it's really just to get one or one and a half shows a day. So there's a bonus wow. bonus round on the weekend. And I feel house. like I'm, yeah, it's a bonus round on the weekend. And I feel like overall we're too limiting because what happened was we used to just use the iPhone, even pre iPad era, we would hand over the iPhones so that we could sleep extra every day of the week. And then we realized, man, we're you know getting an extra hour of sleep each day, but they're using a lot of iPads or iPhones or whatever uh, it is. So we cut it way back. And I think we overshot in the wrong direction because now I feel like I'm not doing enough computer training and mm-hmm. enough video gaming. And I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. screwing everything up. That's my yeah. point. <laughs> that's, that's the, you know, the two-year-old thing with TV, that research, that came out, I think, when my daughter was two and a half. <laughs> he said, oh, shit. Shit. Can't, yeah, yeah. Can't un- undo, unshit the bed. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> it won't go back in. <laughs> yeah so um she screwed actually elmo yeah. taught her her abcs i mean that, that was kind of the joke. thank god for elmo no kidding at 18 months <laughs> she could do the alphabet though like she could sing it she could recognize letters and stuff like even, that. even with the baggage right yeah you know um yeah so yeah we had that we that was our that was our plan and we, we pretty much stuck to that uh, the two you know not not nothing until two years old and but but when we got so we got but it was it was kind of easy since we got them at one um we only had a year to get through but we uh when we got back from china uh it was so you know we were so sleep deprived we we were just and, and all messed up the time schedules and so he would wake up at like two o'clock in the morning and just be, be awake and ready to go so uh, and we would take turns and, and i what i was just like was forget forget it we're going downstairs and we're turning the tv on <laughs> But after we got through that period, we we reeled it back in and stuck to it better. And then for a long time, it was mostly just even after that, 
it was he, he had a nanny for a while and I would come home and the nanny would leave and then I would be making dinner before my wife got home. And so I would let him watch a, a show while I was making dinner just to give him something to do. And that was pretty good. And he watched, he watched these PBS, PBS shows and got really into Curious George, oh. which is a, which for that age is a great, you know, yeah. and he was like three, three to whatever, three, between three and probably five, it's maybe even on into six. He was just obsessed with Curious George. Every, every, I mean, wanted to watch them all over and over and over again. And it's kind of, and some of them are kind of good. Uh, it didn't get, it kind of de- de- devolved, <laughs> but the, but some of the early ones were pretty good. And they were, they were, uh, the narrator was William H. Macy in the first season. Oh, wow. Before yeah. they before they sold out and got big, <laughs> before they sold out and got big, yeah. Curious. But the P, no, the PBS shows are they're still pretty good. They, yeah. I mean, as far as that as far as that stuff goes, it, it's there's enough. There are a few they sprinkle in a few jokes that adults will find funny. Right. Prior to iPhones and iPod touches and iPads, we did the the portable DVD player. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Whoa, Jesus. <gasps> Sorry. Yeah, we're all gonna be. It's gonna be, gonna be doing that. Flimtastic yeah, show right. today. That's right. Uh, I'll try to mute. Try to do the, the cough button, but whatever. Okay. Anyway, before all the all the cool eye technology, there was the portable DVD player, and we had uh, all these hand me down DVDs, and so it was kind of awesome because she could just hold it in her lap in the car. But then what happened was it became a home thing, and so we had this little play table, and some of her days um, were spent. Like we would color and play and whatever. And then it was like, I'm watching my DVD. Dad, I want you on your laptop on the couch. And I want some goldfish crackers. And she would watch one DVD maybe three times. So that was an hour of yeah. DVD time. Wow. Uh, and she would just do it. She was like, oh, start again. And like she would, she knew how to work the menus and what to push. Very, she's got my geek gene, I think, the yeah. gadget gene. But the second one, uh, she has no time for DVDs. <laughs> she has no time for commercials. She has no time for. We, I think we touched on that in one of the episodes about commercials. Yeah, that, like commercials is a whole other. That's the thing. But I, I was yeah. going to say, for television, pure just straight up TV. Um, when I was married, we had uh, a satellite with DVR, so we would record stuff and then play. Like we would stack up. You know, here's Dora, sure. twenty episodes or whatever. And we would do that with a bunch of shows. Most of the DVR was actually full of kids shows. Yeah. Problem. Uh, now I don't, <laughs> I can't do a, a dish where I live and the DVR that I have for cable is horrible. And I don't, I was just thinking about this this morning. We don't watch cable TV. We don't watch any live TV really. 99% of the time we do not watch. If we're watching yeah. something of that watching time, 99% is, you know, on demand, you know, streaming. Right, right. right. Uh, yeah, we don't have cable anymore. <clears throat> and I, know Lex, I know Lex still does because he's weak. We have basic cable now because yeah. they made it cheaper <laughs> than if I canceled the basic cable. It's, I, it, You're I weak, Lex. I am weak. You need to cut that. But so, uh, mm, What about HBO and Showtime? That's the thing. Well, uh, my, my in-laws have HBO. Can- but that ipad hbo go is pretty sweet yeah well no so i'm saying that is the in-laws have hbo and they don't use hbo go and hbo's Mm. ceo has said i don't mind if people share their login so i can once the ceo said he doesn't mind then i said fine bring it 
Mm. I mean, also before he said that, I said, fine, bring it. But still, once he said it, I continued. <laughs> now you're sanctioned. Um, now, yeah, now you don't feel as bad. <laughs> but, you know, for us, the the kids got really into a bunch of uh, Nick Jr. shows. And then some of them would stop being shown for some reason. Some of them, like, switched networks. It was a whole thing. But Netflix had Dora when Dora was the favorite and had Diego. And then Netflix lost all those shows. And now Amazon has most of the Nickelodeon shows. So now we use Amazon prime mm-hmm. streaming yeah. for some of those shows we use netflix for some of the shows uh the fact that amazon now has all the the nick shows is a big deal in my family <laughs> because <laughs> they like those a lot <clears throat> and excuse me and we're showing them some of the older shows that were on or like in the 90s like my middle daughter loves batman so oh. every once in a while i'm showing her i don't know anything i mean i know the batman movies i've seen them all unbelievably but i i really don't know the history of what batman cartoon series is what but this is like a mid-90s version and they're yeah. watching the very first episode the first episode of the season was called uh batman versus man bat uh, which we also have the book version of by the way great mm. story compelling <laughs> good good adaptation and, is it true is it a true adaptation yeah based on a true story based and on, yeah. The uh, actual man bat early scene. There's a scientist who's like stepping out of his office with like a woman who is clearly not his wife. You can just tell Uh this guy's married Uh and they just start making out in the hallway. And it's a cartoon for kids. I I just let it go. That's how you know it's a bad scientist. Yeah, exactly. Right. But that's how you tell who the evil scientists are. They're the ones who are cheating on their cheating on their wives. They'll screw anything. Generally, <laughs> generally, our rules for what shows you can watch are: we've always preferred the educational stuff, obviously, because you know it's who sure. we are. And so, yeah. and now using educational loosely, like we'll say Dora is educational, Sesame Street certainly educational. Um, so that's our first preference. And then there's just mm. shows that they like that aren't really, in my mind, educational or that are really painful to watch uh, as a parent. Uh, uh, the Wonder Pets. Which is basically mm-hmm. uh, an opera oh, each mm-hmm. week. It's it's uh, the whole thing is musical. There are no spoken lines of dialogue. Every word is sung every week, um, with one of the kids having just the worst lisp imaginable. I kind of hate that show. But if the kids <laughs> liked it, we we let it go. I know some people are like Dora is John Syracuse is one. He says Dora is too annoying. His kids are not allowed to watch it ever <laughs> because she's too repetitive. But that's we hilarious. Kinda, you know, we the only thing we do is we don't show them shows at all that we think will be annoying but once they like it if they want to watch it they can watch it we leave the room okay what's the most so yeah that's a good question it's like what's the most annoying okay i i was gonna say first of all when we uh, entering the annoying arena where is your family line on barney no it's a hard line it was a hard line we had a hard line against and was fortunate because he was watching a pbs show one day and there was an ad you know like just before the show started it's like one of those little things in between the shows bumper. that showed, yeah, bumper showed showed Barney, and I was just sitting there. And this was when he was little, little, and I was sit, standing behind him, thinking, "Oh God, no, please, please, no, please, no, please, no." And he and he turned around and he looked at me and he rolled his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh yes, <laughs> thank God." So it was never an issue. We, um, my kids know who Barney is from like books that have mentioned him or shown the character but they've never seen the show we just tell them that we don't like that one so i guess we are i'm i'm talking out of both sides because i say that we'll let them watch anything but we just told them nope we don't watch that one mm. <laughs> yeah lauren's lauren's the oldest where i'm the youngest so i didn't grow up in a time where you could i wasn't ever young enough to be a kid who watched barney but lauren's younger sister is a decade younger than she is and mm. so lauren was in a house where barney was a very popular children's entertainment show and so she she grew sick of it when she was you know 16 right that so it never had a chance our oldest 
missed it. We we were we were able to keep her quarantined from exposure to Barney. The younger one, nope. Babysitters, cousins, mm. uh, yeah. As, oh. Particularly the female cousins. They were like, I loved Barney, and they indoctrinated her. And yeah. and then as a kind of default, the oldest kind of did a toe dip into Barney and then back out. So we are. <laughs> There's a lot of there was a lot of Barney, uh, circa 2011, and it, and I'm still in recovery right now. A dark a dark time in your life that you don't like to talk about for more than one reason. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you? Uh, okay. So I have a, a clearer sense, at least, of the TV picture. But what's how does the video game picture go? I mean, for my kids, it's almost exclusively iPad times, um, and a little bit of Wii. Uh, but that's about it, and they don't really they they don't really know Mac games at all, and they there's no other video game console in the house really for them to use, so it's it's the Wii or nothing, and they're they're really really good at iPad games, especially you know kid friendlier ones. Um, <laughs> the you know when Anya tries to play Plants vs Zombies, she's okay at it, uh, but you know I'm way better. Let's just put it out there. Um, and just recently they were expressing some interest in saying you know they wanted to pl- play Madden. Not that I've played Madden on my Wii in ages, but they, you know, they know Whoa. that we have it. And they were like, we want to play Madden. So I'm thinking about, you know, hooking them up on the all play, whatever, where you mm. just sort of shake the controller. But I feel like I'm not doing enough to broaden their video game knowledge. Oh my God. You know, you know that, you know, that old thing where back in the seventies, the parents or earlier, they would uh, teach their kids not to smoke by um, making them smoke like an entire pack of cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's our plan. That's our that's our just, plan with 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 screen time and, and video games. <laughs> overdose him now. now overdose him. Yeah. Him. Wait. Yeah. So we now have. Uh, so he's well. He does. He he used to have an old iPad, but he doesn't have an iPad anymore because they sold that off. And but he's got an iPod Touch. Um, we have a Wii, and we have uh, now we have an Xbox 360. Um, and you know he's got games. Just you know because he's an only child, and because mm. he in, in our family. It's been years since there's been a little kid, so he's, oh, he gets showered stuff. Because my yeah. my nephew, uh, my nephew and niece are in their tw- you know in their late twenties now, or mid 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 twenties, I guess. So, uh, there, yeah. So it's been a while, and and he gets a lot of he gets a lot of stuff. So hmm. he's got he's got plenty of plenty of games. But the Lego the Lego things were huge. Yeah, and he still I mean, and I like them. Um, yeah, but he was that play. was a huge thing for a long time. He's a little bit out of that now. Um the games have changed. I think they were better before. Hmm. And, and then now they've added they've added they were a little more cl- clear on how to play them before and they've gotten a little more complicated and they've added voices, which I think was actually a mistake. Uh, yeah, I, yuck. Ugh. No, I haven't yeah. seen any of those with voices. Cuz uh, it used to be that the, the Lego characters wouldn't speak. They would just run around and grunt right. and make little right stuff. and then little yeah, like think- Lego characters, yeah. Uh, my oldest, she wears glasses, and before we knew she needed glasses, it was really hard to play the Barbie Princess Wii game. <laughs> and and even after glasses. it was hard to play, you can well, admit it. No, I, actually. So what what would happen is we would quote play it together, but um, I did most of the uh, busy work stuff that you have to do, and I can't. It's been a while since I've. We, but we got to the end, and spoiler alert. Uh, it's Bell's Castle, and it's really beautiful. <laughs> and guess what? Beast turns into the prince. Wow! So, what? No, spoiler no alert. way! Yeah. Who saw that coming? I don't know. It was magical. 
Um, but the point of, so when we got the Xbox, she wanted to watch me play Legos and she started to do it on her own. And she'll go through these things where it's like mm, maybe two or three hours of total time aggregated over, you know, a week or so, maybe two. Then she's kind of done. Like she's, she's kind of jumping all over the place. And I think the, the iPad, uh, games have kind of, those are shorter, less involved. And she's got a Sims thing on one of the iPads and I'm trying to get her off that. Cause that's just crack. Yeah. Yeah. For my, Anya's iPad crack for a long time, uh, was, uh, scribble knots. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really excited to play Scribblenauts years ago, I think, when the game first existed for other platforms, um, just but from a subscription, but I never played it. And then when I saw it was available for the iPad, I had installed it. And when Anya saw that I could just type anything I wanted and it would show up, she thought it was amazing. She has beaten more levels of Scribblenauts than I think any human being on the planet. <laughs> and it's, you know, I feel like it's a little educational. She's got to really think about it. She's got to think about, if you don't know the game, you have to solve puzzles basically by generating nouns and the game has a huge dictionary so it can make the nouns for you great but she'll learn stuff she's like well what what would a government need to succeed on a new planet dad and so then we talk about what a government is and then what they might need to succeed on a new planet so the only downside is uh she can talk about scribble nuts endlessly she'll be sitting at dinner and say you know i think next time i play next time it's ipad time i'm gonna give maxwell a submarine and see how he uses it on land and it's like she's just always thinking about it are we ready yes we, we, we are just ready <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take a so we're taking a break is what you're saying now we are on the sponsor break yeah yeah well yes let's let's lex is gonna go to the bathroom lex is excused and while he's doing that we'll talk about day one our sponsor of today's show our only sponsor an awesome sponsor and where would people go to find out more about day one they would go to dayoneapp.com. That's D-A-Y-O-N, it's in Nancy, E-A-P-P.com. <laughs> yeah. The N, yes, the N as in Nancy. Mm-hmm. Got to get that. Because some, <laughs> sometimes people think you say M. That's you know, true. I guess that's true. So, one yeah. day one, and not day one, day <laughs> one. Um, day one is a great journaling app. And we've talked about it a bunch before on the show. But um, one of the things I'm, I've been playing with lately is maps. And so I've been going back in and doing my trips that I've taken and taking photos of. And I have, some of those photos are like big camera photos, They're not even my iPhone or, or you know, like uh, I don't take photos with my iPad, but they're um, <laughs> good they're, for you. Yeah. I, I, I can't stay, stay strong. I can't do it. But, don't, um, yeah. So some of them are like shots I took on my big camera, my, my DSLR, and then others are just iPhone shots, but I've, I've been adding them in to build a more visual uh, record of my travels. And it's been awesome to open up the map view inside of day one on the Mac and look at my travels. It's kind of cool to go, Oh, let's look at uh, these yeah. entries from this. And it's really awesome. Cause it, so for me, I'm a photographer and I do uh, Lightroom and in Lightroom, you can, tag your gps tag your photos so you drag them to the map in lightroom and then when you export them if you tell it to keep the map info when you drag them to day one it retains that location information it's pretty cool yeah. so it doesn't take it's not too nerdy i don't think i don't know no i don't think so i mean it seems like it's it's pretty seamless the way it happens yeah it's drag and drop you don't have to do it yeah right um and know. that is locations and places is one of 14 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh things that they that they call out on their website. Uh, there's fast sync 
photos, yes. obviously, which, uh, which is the two things that you're using in mm-hmm. congruence. Weather, passcode lock, which, of course, yeah. since I keep the thing, <laughs> definitely put a passcode lock on. Uh, Dropbox sync reminders, which is really good because it will set up a reminder to, hey, yeah, today is a new day. Yep. You might want to write in me. Yes. Uh, Markdown. Amazing. Menu bar entry on the Mac. Sharing, of course. iCloud sync. Calendar views, which is really that what's that's like for me, the bread and butter of this this thing is just being able to see it in calendar view. Because I, you know, when I want to go back to something, I don't want to just like scroll back through some long list of stuff. I want to be able to go back, you know, see specific. Yeah, right. I mean, I know which day it was on. I want to see what, what, what was going on that day. Auto backups and inspirational messages. That's the best. <laughs> well, actually, it's not the best. Drop for me. Dropbox is <laughs> yeah. Some of the other like, things are best, but, 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 but they but, didn't have to put inspirational message in, messages in there. But they did put inspirational messages in there, and and they're they're good too. They're they're good for they're good to like get you you know like the last questions and they'll they'll yeah. give you quotes. Uh, one of the things that um, I haven't tried yet, and I want to this week is sharing. So being able to share mm-hmm. a day one post via email um, or post to Flickr from day one. Right. Um, and I think what that does is uh, if you share it, I think it creates, I don't know, I, I don't know how it works yet, but it, it looks to me like a, if anyone's used the app path, it seems like they're kind of going that direction with the sharing right. where your journal's except, private. Except less, less creepy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot less creepy. <laughs> and you, you, but you can share things, you know, like you could share via, uh, SMS or iMessage, your uh, a, a post you made inside of day one, and you say you wanted to share that with three people. You could do that uh, relatively easily. I haven't tested it yet, but I want to. So that's my this week project is to test sharing. But I've been loving the weather stuff and the photos. Right, I, just, I love how it's integrated. It's so seamless and so easy. Yeah, that kind of stuff, and like just the, and the, and um, the number of steps you took. Yeah. Two. It's just like going back and seeing some of that stuff is kind of cool. It's just little tidbits of information that, you know, don't necessarily, you know, isn't exactly necessarily what you're looking for, but is just kind of cool to be able to see that stuff. Yeah. And I think it's the map thing, especially for me, has changed how I think about day one. So instead of just being text and just being photos, it's also contextual. Yeah. There's a, there's yeah. A, con- a context for it. So it's so awesome to um, have that as a visual thing on my Mac and, right. and, and it works on the iOS devices as well. It's a universal app iOS for iOS. So it's uh, iPad and iPhone and everything syncs up beautifully, whether you use Dropbox or iCloud. Yeah. And some of those, I mean, it's, like, it's easy to remember some of those big trips, but like for me, when like, if I just go up to Seattle or something like that from where I live in Tacoma and that's a lot harder to remember. Yeah. Just the short, like the day that you did that. Yes. But you can keep track of it with this. It can be whatever you, it's kind of one of those apps. You can be whatever you want it to be. And it's, it's really well designed. It's beautiful day one, go get it on the app stores, uh, both Mac and iOS and tell them that turning this car around sent you <laughs> somehow, which I don't, yeah, I don't know how that works. <laughs> we've, we've tried various means, but stalking is the next step, I guess. That's right. Show up at their house. And thank you. Thank you, Day One, for sponsoring this episode of Turning This Car Around. Thank you, Day One. And we're done. And scene. So I, my history as a me, as a parent, my video game history was I was alive when, and this is, uh, you know, get out the handkerchiefs, everybody, because gonna, it's going to be some tears of mourning of the past. But we had the first Magnavox Odyssey. 
there there was Ooh. a first gen and then there was the second gen and the second gen was more popular um but the first one was like it had these brick controllers with a cable that was probably you know like five cat five cables or cat six cables bundled and it, it had these cartridges but they were like uh basically really primitive circuit boards with number like a plastic holder on the top so the the, the circuitry was bare you could see the the uh etched circuit and you would jam that in and wow. the, the pong up. was crazy like it was and then there was like these crazy um dial controllers that took a lot like you, you could go up and down and forward and back and then there was a tiny little guy that you could do like when you hit the pong ball you could like steer the ball so that was my that was my, my eighth 1972 Christmas. yep so that's when it was first yeah first and, available yeah thank you for that that's a great note um yeah, but the other games suck. The other, so Pong was the only good game, but there were all these other sure quote, quote games, and they were you put this like uh, kind of translucent. It was it was like an eighty percent opacity plastic sheet with like a, a roulette wheel on it, and then you would like stick that with static to your uh, CRT television, and then you would somehow play roulette, which was stupid. It was dumb. They shot the one on Pong, and then they, <laughs> we got to have more games. <laughs> that's what that's what everybody bought it for, right? And and then everybody wanted Pong. We skipped all the other versions and generations until the Atari twenty six hundred, and we were really late to that game. And then that was it. Um, then my nephews and nieces got the they they went through the like Nintendo and Sega. Yeah, time. I skipped that whole Nintendo. We got I'm trying to find it, but we got some old ancient, and it was in the late. 70s i think oh there it is what was that thing ColecoVision. um <laughs> no okay, wait. trying to find what the oh, the skype thing is in front of it. <laughs> anyway we got some we got some ancient console thing that was just terrible cracky crappy games and the controllers broke you know not, not long into the lifetime of the thing but yeah so that was like that was like late 70s probably and and then you know I was in I was in college and out of college when the Nintendo stuff was becoming yeah. hot. <laughs> I got my first Nintendo, the original Nintendo, when I was like five or six years old, I think. Yeah. See, there's an age difference here. A little bit. I'm eighty. Lex is in his thirties. <laughs> I'm 120. I, I might not be right about that. When did the NES come out in the United States? Eighty-five, six. Oh yeah, so I would have been five or six. That's great. <laughs> right? 80 or 87? I don't know. Super NES, I think, was 86 or 7. No, Super NES was literally... I, I just looked up. NES was... Hey, that's my phone, everybody. Hey! I have a way to mute my phone's ringer inside the house. Wow, the caller ID says it's from V206. I didn't know that that was even a thing. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> take two. The Could Nintendo Entertainment System, according to Wikipedia, came out in Japan in 83, but didn't hit North America until 85, October 85. So we probably mm -hmm. got it when I was six in 86 or so. Um, but so we, I was an all Nintendo family growing up. We had the Nintendo and then the Super Nintendo, and we kept going. It was great. <laughs> like a religion. Yeah. Oh, no, it was. It was, it was the same as Apple. We bought Apple stuff yeah. and we bought Nintendo stuff. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it was the Mac versus PC wars were, I think, on par with the Nintendo versus Sega wars in my friendship circles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I, I feel like 
well, let me ask, let me phrase the question this way. What are your rules basically? And do you count, is all screen time created equal? Are they different? Is it just do whatever the hell you want at this point? What, cause I think I want to change and I don't know what to change to. I don't know if it's just, cause if I said you could just watch as yeah. much TV as you want, they would watch TV all day. Um, and if I said you could play games as much as you want, they would just put video games. They would play video games all day. And so I don't know, right. I don't know what the right answer is. Yeah, we don't, well, I don't have a, I probably, I, we're the opposite of you. We're, it's like a, it's the wild west here, basically. <laughs> um, we tried a bunch of stuff. I mean, we tried, we tried tickets and we tried, we tried a bunch of stuff. We just were end, ending up arguing all the time. And so we're, a charitable way to describe it is we're being organic now. <laughs> And every every once in a while he will play. I mean, and usually we only let him do this if he's like if he's sick, like on a weekend day if he's sick. Right. During the week if he's homesick and he doesn't have something that's really like debilitating, he doesn't play video games during the school hours because we don't want him to get in the idea that he can skip get school. out of go and skip school to stay home and play video games all day. Um, if he's really sick, the dream of every child. Yeah, I and mean, we'll let him. You know, we might let him watch a little bit of television. Um, so te- television to us is a little bit is a little bit different than the video game time. Um, and yeah, anyway, I, I I agree with that. I think that's my been my thing is is okay. You can watch. I I would say less than like they they typically they don't have the TV on all the time. So if they're doing an iPad game, the TV is usually off. Or if one of them is watching, you know, an episode of My Little Pony, <laughs> the other one's like. I'm not into that. So I'm going to be over here on the iPad. Yeah. That's combined. So that that's their screen time. And then it'll be like, I'll, I'll make up things to do. Like, you know, let's craft time or let's, you know, make some stuff or there's homework. Yes. And then there's, yeah. then there's um, errands. Let's go run some errands kids or play dates, obviously. And um, some of the play dates, some of the kids that she's friends with now are my oldest. They are into tech and geek stuff too. So they've got, you know, like, they had the Disney Infinity they got for Christmas, and so for my oldest birthday, I got her that. And they kind of oh, yeah, play it together. That. They kind of, yeah. Um, How is that? I, it looks okay. I haven't um, the time that she's been playing it, or times like I was getting dinner ready, or um, getting Marlo ready for bed or bathing her. So I didn't really sit down with her and like play it. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that on a next weekend i think i have next weekend oh whatever next time i have on the weekend we'll sit down and we'll have a a couple of hour session with it Mm -hmm. because it looks like it looks pretty cool i think it's probably pretty cracky with the characters like oh that's the character and this hank's been into skylanders which is the same thing which is basically the same thing yeah disney disney got smart and decided hey we could we've got 10 billion characters Mm -hmm. we can do this just as easily these clowns could do it so yeah um and he's i mean he's like skylanders for years he's kind of getting I may be a little old for it, or he's just getting tired of it. I'm not sure. Um, he's played it a little bit recently, but he got he's not playing it as much in general as he used to. Yeah, and I think he's probably too old for the Disney stuff now. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, yeah. it's it's. Yeah. I I try to say there's a block of time that's sort of free time. If if that includes screen time, it includes screen time. And if and if it's not, you know, like if if they want to do something else, great. Um, but. Even on weekends, they'll they'll push to watch something or whatever. There's only been a couple of times where we've had like the epic uh, pajama jam where we watched like <laughs> Wreck It Ralph three times or something like or, or twice. <laughs> um, that's pretty rare, but that's weekend. That's interesting. I like the idea of you know it's, here's free time you can do whatever 
screen related thing you want during this window I, one of the challenges is they're not quite good enough to use the wii by themselves yeah yet <laughs> um, which is mostly i think from an experience where they can you know, do anything they want to on the ipad and yeah you know the, the older ones know about spotlight and they can search they know how to create folders like they're good there but i haven't spent the time to say here's how to use the wii by yourself and you know they don't know how to put in discs even i think i mean they could probably handle the mechanics they're in but you know with tv they they get their video as they call it during the you know work day for me so lauren sets them up and she makes dinner while they're watching but i don't know I don't know that we could just right now say, okay, go play Wii. So I feel like I have to do Wii training with them first before they could possibly do that. <laughs> Wii camp. Yeah. <laughs> Wii, Wii boot camp. Uh, that was an issue with, with my oldest. If you want to rent my kid out to, to instruct them, <laughs> not a problem. One day workshop. Yeah, right, right. He'll have them up and running in no time. Perfect. Yeah, no, no. The disc, the disc thing was a thing. That's that's why I think the iPads have, be, have been so popular. Is yeah, that, well, getting him, getting him to, to respect the discs was a problem. That was a thing for us too. I had that's to show him just the like middle like finger. You cannot leave these lying around on a hardwood floor, face down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like <laughs> we lost a few. We mm-hmm. lost a few. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. I tried to show him the like middle finger in the center hole and thumb on the outside, and. You know, Marla will do it after she's put her hands, on, you know, fingers on, all over it, you know, which with have like, you know, gummy bear or whatever, like fruit snacks and crack goldfish cracker crumbs here. Like this dad. Yeah. Not just that's yes. Like that. Yeah. Where's the, where's the CD cleaner or the disc cleaner, which is a word, a series of words that I hope to never use again in my life after next year. Well, I, yeah, right. I mean, I think that's, that's all going, going away eventually. Certainly. They'll they'll look back on CDs like vinyl. Wow, vinyl. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I you know that was that was something with um, when I moved into my own place, I um, I took the Wii, but I didn't take it. Take it. It wasn't like I'm taking it. It's mine. It was sort of like, <laughs> well, I'll take it, and then if they want to take it to their mothers, they well, you know we'll disconnect it. And they can take it to their mothers. Not a big deal. Um, but uh, and then there were we did a anyway. Long story, Microsoft. We we ended up having a couple of Xbox 360s, so I took one of them. Um, <laughs> I remember that sponsorship. <laughs> a couple of Xbox. I'm gonna just, the, cup, the couple it was of raining Xbox Xboxes resources. back in there. Yeah, right. We're right. gonna not talk about that. So, um, <laughs> point is, I got a 360, and I think that my oldest, I, I that happened at a good time for her. So uh, she, we with that came Lego Batman, and she's played that on and off. But there's some frustrations for her. The double joystick thing is a little weird, and the um, I don't know. She's getting better with it though. The, but she just doesn't have the patience to to learn the mechanics of the controllers because she doesn't spend any time first person shooting. Uh, that's <laughs> a question I have. Violent yeah. video games, oh, even yeah. even like that's kid a- violent video games, like fun violence. <laughs> Do you guys have a stamp? what's an example of fun violence? Like, I don't mind if Mario's stomping on a Goomba, but like, I, I think I probably still mind, and it's silly because I would have happily played it when I was seven, but I think I still mind a little bit, like, you know, punching and shooting games. Mm. Oh, I'm thinking specifically like Mario, like, is it uh, Mario Brothers Bash mm. or the fighting oh, games yeah. like Street? What, what do we have? We have Marvel, Marvel versus Capcom. My nephews introduced Lita to that, and so we have that. And that's cartoon violence, 
but I don't I, personally. I don't care. Like, you know, yeah. I, I want to. Part of me feels like I'm not doing enough to initiate her into the Sparta way. Um, <laughs> you know, the, you're gonna have to learn sometime. For, yeah, right. This but, is because um, that's just what life is like. Right, Marvel it's, versus you, Capcom. <laughs> It's so realistic. No, and, but it's just, I, I don't have a thing about that. I was just curious if you guys. I I am on the whatever. I mostly I mostly follow the the um what's on the box. Oh, for, I see. For the most part, um, and yeah, I is. actually I probably go, it depending on the game, I go even above what it says. So sometimes he's ten. Sometimes he'll play a like an up to twelve. Whoa, game or something like that. Whatever, daredevil over there. Yeah, I know. I don't know what. I don't know what that. Yeah, I mean, it's some of them. I look at it and I'm like, why is I have no? I mean, I'll play it first to make sure, (laughs) and then I'm like, why did this one? I have no idea. Go ahead and play this. So, do you screen movies now before the kids watch them, or that's no longer an issue? Um, well, uh, he doesn't like going. He doesn't like going to the theater very much because it's too. It's too loud. It's in. He just doesn't like going to the theater. It's too much of a production for him. My oldest and and the middle one can get scared of anything. The oldest is getting better, but like Sierra yeah, will still. He doesn't scare. He does not scare easily. Like they used to get. Like Anya would run out of the room if there was a witch on Dora, and that's not. It's not even meant to scare them, you know. And we we you can only point out so many times that you know this is a kid show, and the rule of kid shows is it always works out for the good guys, and the bad guys always lose. So they don't have to <laughs> yeah. worry about it. We're all set here. Yeah. And we'd have to, you know, do that again and again. And so I've taken them to a couple of movies. Usually, like, they get invited to movie birthday parties. Or once in a while, we take them. And, you know, I've had the two kids, when we watched the Lorax, the Danny DeVito CGI Lorax, they were just, both my daughters were just clawing into me uh, in terror <laughs> uh, at various scenes with the bad guys. And, you know, the point is not to have them be totally scared out of their minds. I would like them to just be kind of having fun, you know. But uh, right, it's tough. It's I, tough. I, I think... I don't know. I think part of me feels like it's good to have a little fear. Like it's good to be scared because I think it develops the bullshit meter later. Like there's some early (laughs) foundational work you have to do on the bullshit meter. And by being scared and learning sort of how to overcome that, I think that's important for kids. And now this is sounding super advicey now. Wow. But (laughs) my, I just, I, my take is, is I think a little fear is good. Um, and so like a surprise in a video game or, or when they're watching TV, for some reason, um, so my oldest was watching Goosebumps on Netflix, the, re, the like the 90s or the 80s, whenever the hell that thing came, I don't even know. It's it's old. It's like 20 years old or something. Anyway, she was watching Goosebumps on Netflix and my four and a half year old was just into it. It <laughs> freaked her out. She was screaming all the time and like hiding her eyes and squealing, but she <laughs> wanted to watch it. She couldn't look away. And they're pretty freaky. Some of those are like, like evil yeah. ventriloquism, and you know, crazy. Let's be frank. Yeah. All ventriloquism is evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's advice you can live with, right there. No, but she gets scared, and and you know, I I don't know. I I don't think it's a bad thing. Scary, like beating people up. That's bad. Being scared and like figuring it out. That's not so bad. I think that's reasonable. And I'm okay with it if they're a little bit scared. I just don't like it when, like, I want them to enjoy it. If they can walk away and they can say, boy, that was scary yeah. and I liked it. And, yeah. you know, sometimes they can. And the older one's getting better about that, um, which is good. But, you know, when they, 
when it's they're just terrified and crying or they can't watch or they're just <laughs> oh, yeah. no yeah it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. i don't know what the point is like right. I, I keep trying to tell them you're supposed this is made for you this is for your age to enjoy and be happy with uh so it's hard yeah he saw he watched he, well he watched Her- oh gosh which one uh harry potter and the order of the phoenix um like a couple of years ago at least a couple of years ago probably because he was really into that i mean he saw the first movie and then he just wanted to watch he wanted to watch all of them and i was like well you can't watch all of them yet because <laughs> some of them are and they, they weren't all out at the time but you can't go through all of them so i made him wait and we we read um we didn't read all the books but we you know we read some of the books and then we got to i was like okay you can you know we'll try we'll try order the phoenix and and he was oh no it was the one before that it was um uh, goblet of fire mm. and he was you know then it's kind of it's pretty scary at the end where yeah. he ends up in the graveyard with um um, I'm a, I don't want to give any, give any spoilers away, but um, <laughs> a certain bad person. Bad but Ron explodes. Ron explodes at that one point. Um, anyway, he's he, a Cylon. Uh, he's sitting there. Yeah, Ron is revealed to be the, the the seventh Cylon. Um, he's just sitting there on the couch. And he's just he's practically curled up on a ball, and his eyes are just wide open. And I, I'm like, I pause it. I'm like, are, are you, do you want to stop? No, no. I don't want to stop. <laughs> Play it. Go, 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 go. <laughs> he was definitely like in suspense and, you know, a little bit frightened, but he really wanted to keep going. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm like, it, okay. I, the cry. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't torture my kids. Like, no, you're watching poltergeist, you know, like <laughs> you're going to watch this evil clown, like climb under his bed. No, I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, right. Like, no, 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 no. That's a teenager movie. But, but, um, I was trying to think. So Lita went through a thing with SpongeBob when she was really little because her older uh, cousins were into it and they were boys. So she was trying to, I think, figure out why they liked it. She didn't get any of it until one day we were getting ready for school and she, I had like left the room to like brush my teeth or something. And I hear her just cackling with laughter. And because we had DVR'd it, I went back in and she was like, again, dad, show me, show me that part again. So I rewound it and it was the guy in a monkey suit, like, in real life with a trash bag over his shoulder. And I think the characters were inside the trash bag and he was jumping around stomping on it. And at first I was like, I don't, what? You know, I had to kind of go through the, is this violent? Is it good? Like what? Like this is a little freaky for a three-year-old. And so we kind of had a little, we kind of had a little moratorium on SpongeBob after that one for a (laughs) while. That's another one that's been on our band list because I, I know that some adults really find SpongeBob enjoyable, but I've always just found it grating. So that's just one that we skipped. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I learned recently when my uh, my with Sierra, who's five now, she goes to kindergarten and they do rest time, and everybody has their sleeping bag, and you can sleep if you want to, but you don't have to. And they turn on a video, uh, and there's like ten different DVDs that the kids can pick from. And one of them is SpongeBob. And every time somebody goes to pick SpongeBob's here, says, no, I'm not allowed to watch that one. So they just, they've now taken it out of the rotation because she said, not that we ever told her, you know, you can't watch it at school, but we've always just said that we don't like it. Uh, wow. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You're changing lives. Yeah. It's right. One DVD at a time. Now, what's the one? Is it Powerpuff Girls? It's like got the warning in front of it. Um, they have the crazy eyes and it's like super stroby. Oh right, yeah. Oh god, oh god, really? Yeah, it's. <laughs> you should just find it and watch it. Though, watch the opening sequence. There's a lot of those, and he was never like. I try. I thought, oh, 
you know, I like the X-Men, you know, I like comic books. Maybe I'll show them some comic book ones. And I started with, with the X-Men from the nineties and there's so, it's, it's like a, like a cartoon version of the A team, except with lasers. You know, I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're shooting, they, somehow they always end up shooting laser guns at each other. And it's just, I guess, so they have some plausible de- deniability for that they're not showing real guns and mm-hmm. that nobody, that, and that no one can actually get hurt. Um, but it's just, there's, there's too much, too much flashy yeah. action. And he was, he never got into that stuff. He got into some some lousy shows, but not like that. <laughs> I mean, the, the some of the worst are the are the Disney ones. I mean, some of some of the Disney ones are okay, but there's a lot of crappy Disney stuff. Jake and the Neverland Pirates just oh god, I just, <laughs> just want to stick a needle in my eye. <laughs> I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> um, what? So Nick Junior Lex was in your house, right? Nick Junior was part of your world. Yeah, Nick Jr. definitely part of our world, and they like some Disney shows, but now that we're only on basic cable, Disney doesn't really do a lot of streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe we'll buy a couple of the shows from Amazon streaming, because you can't do the, the you know, it's not part of Prime subscription-based streaming. You have to just buy them. So I'm buy, figuring yeah. now that we're saving 30-plus bucks a month. Hey, you're rolling it. We're rolling in dough. We'll just buy some yeah. freaking Doc McStuffins. You can't hold me back. <laughs> I, we would try. Yeah. Yeah, right unsuccessfully now this is a little bit tangential and maybe it's a whole separate topic but i, I think it fits do you, is there a lot of kids music in the house or was there uh, no no he no. never liked he never liked music and he still is not completely crazy about music but he is actually we have a piano in the house because karen plays the piano a little bit and he actually will will sit down he figured out how to do like the just on his own how to do like the first few notes of jingle bells but anyway, that's not that's not screen time. But no, he's never liked he's never liked audio music very much. Gotcha. We um, you know, we always tried to pick kid music that we could handle as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so sure. it's in a lot of they might be giant stuff. Yep. And, yeah. Right. Um. But then you know, it branches out because then they know their shows. So then suddenly we had some Dora music, and we now we have the Doc McStuffins album, and then somehow Lori Bergner finds her way into the house. And uh, the most recent <laughs> thing is this album called Truck Tunes. And there's two different versions of the album. There's like one that's only got eleven songs, and then there's twenty trucks, which has got twenty songs. But oh god! Liam, and then there's the explicit version, <laughs> right? Liam found truck R. Tunes. Kelly. <laughs> Liam found truck tunes because he um, there's one of the apps that he likes to use on the weekends. Uh, you can you know it's all those kid approved videos, and one of the videos was a music video that's one of these truck songs from that album. So now we have the whole digital album, and every morning at breakfast we uh, we listen to various songs about trucks. So I can I now know more trucks than I ever knew before. Like I didn't know what an impact hammer truck was, but now I totally do. Oh, uh, nice. so anyway, songs can be educational too. I'm just putting that out there. I I, I think there was an uh, at first unspoken and then spoken effort to play good music that not necessarily like hipster or indie or whatever just good music and so i'm trying to think when i I signed up for the streaming services for music uh 2011 late 2011 i think so we've had them you know a couple of years and like at school and summer camp and stuff they'll play songs and they're like pop songs which i don't really listen to pop music um I listen to like wordless music that I can work to or write to or right. code to or whatever. So it's like, there's no lyrics. 
so all of a sudden my girls are singing these these like katy perry songs and they're like no dad it's this song like they don't know that who the artist is so we have to like have this crazy conversation and i'm trying to be more into it and so what i did was i um let my oldest onto my RDO account so that I could then see what she's listening to and go, okay, she liked this one. But there was a, a point where she had 40 different versions of Barbie girl. She had searched for the definitive <laughs> Barbie girl song. It was pretty epic. Like seriously, like she had gone and <laughs> did she find it? I, I don't know. I mean, it could be her, it could be her search. You know, like sometimes you have that one version of a song. You just have to, I, I need that version. And I heard it and I, ah, that may be her obsession. Have your kids gotten into YouTube videos? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hank got there through uh, Minecraft, which yeah. he's an avid player of, which by the way, he's got, he uses an old MacBook pro of mine and he's gotten so good at like moving files around and unpacking jar files and <laughs> stuff to install mods. I mean, he's oh 10, God. he's 10 and he's, he knows how to, anyway, so it's actually been, I think, I mean, I think in general, Minecraft has been great, uh, but they have these guys who do mod reviews. And so he got into watching these mod reviews on, uh, on, on YouTube. And that was kind of a, <laughs> that was a gateway drug to a whole bunch oh, of, Oh yeah. Cause you really, it's so hard to police that oh, stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel, I mean, he's so into those mod reviews. I can't completely cut off YouTube, but I feel like I have to watch him like a hawk every time he gets on YouTube. Oh yeah. Because there's a bunch of. And I have him, I mean, I've got, you know, you can, you can kind of control it a little bit, but there's a lot of stuff under that they don't, they don't keep good track of. They don't have a good system for keeping track of what's appropriate for a kid. I think, I think that's one of the things I was going to bring up is that uh, a lot of these services are developed by people like, so, um, YouTube, how old were the guys when they did YouTube? They were in their twenties. So they likely did not have children or have to deal with any of the issues was well, not a problem with, right they're like whatever dude bro it's the internet man bro we're gonna bro it up on youtube whatever <laughs> so the but my point is is that now that time is passing with all these streaming services like netflix finally came up with a way to do family accounts where you have this kid and how old are they and they can watch this so what we have at dad's house but they don't have passwords on them do they uh i don't know i, I think they don't because no yeah I, they don't i set up different accounts he just gets into mine. He doesn't actually on Master Netflix. He doesn't account. really try. He doesn't really try to watch anything. He's not supposed to on Netflix. He only watches. But I mean, on YouTube, he'll. You, there's all, it brings up all these other videos. Mm-hmm. Like when you're done with a video, and the junk that flows into that side column is just horrible. Oh yeah, and it's crazy. Like the related, supposedly related videos. Yeah, that have been keyword stuffed and yeah. SEO'd and. And a lot of them are just bad. But I, <laughs> That's the other thing. I, I think that's it's not, it's not necessarily that they're inappropriate. They're just lousy. <laughs> like quality. I th- yes. So you want to, you're, you're, you want a refined, a refined taste that you're trying to develop. Exactly. Well, uh, sure. I think that speaks to though, the need for this stuff for, for, for like, Lex, you have three kids, so I can't imagine I can tell, yes. that you know <laughs> of. So there's policing. That's a whole thing. So it's not like you can actually hand the screen over and say, in some cases you can, I guess. Okay, that go kid, have your free time. Yeah. But as my oldest starts, you know, she starts to, she's done YouTube searches and she can work it around and go to certain sites. But I have to really watch. Like it's, it's we're yeah. probably about another two years away from uh, router configurations and lockdown and like, you know, timed. Yeah, I've already, I've already done 
done some of that. Which what is that net nanny or something like yeah. that? And I put on his on his Mac and on his iPod, uh, I put in the IP addresses for mm. passing everything through that stuff. But it doesn't work with YouTube. Bastards. Ah, I see. I mean, you know, you can either get there or you can't. And if you get there, you get you get every you get everything, and you can log in and do. I mean, they they do have something. So it's like he's you know he's not going to see he's not going to see any naked bodies, which you know, I mean. A scientifically naked body, I would not care about. But you know, he's not going to see anybody doing anything really gross. Um, but there's a lot of swearing. There's a lot of just yeah. really, you know. Anyway, <laughs> a lot of video game. This is, I mean, there's like a lot that. of people who you know put their opinions up there. I like some of their opinions. Oh, I don't want them to hear. God, the comments. Ugh. And the comments. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. He got into. Uh, he's gotten into Chad Vader, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, yeah, it's 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 Darth Vader's brother who manages a grocery store <laughs> yeah. in the Midwest, um, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. But it's it, some of them are some of them are funny. Some of them are are just kind of okay. I mean, it's just a little episode, and it's fine. Most of those are just fine. But the guys who do it, you know, then their videos come up. And one of those other guys has this really weird series about him giving advice to people, which is a, sometimes a little inappropriate. And then you go further and it's them, it's the guys just being themselves and they swear like sailors and are drinking and doing a bunch of stuff. It's just like, okay, that one is too far. Go back, go back two steps. Yeah, I think services need to have better account structures for families. Yes. I'm really scared to have my kids use the internet. Uh, as you should be. <laughs> you probably should. I just know what I found when it was like, you know, I had to use AOL and the porn would load incredibly slowly and they were wearing clothes. <laughs> and like, <laughs> <sighs> it's so Those much days easier. Are long gone, man. Yeah. Now it's like. Well, that's the, I was out of college before, before yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I could have used it a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> internet. Yeah. Now, not where were you when I needed you, internet? Seriously, <laughs> oh, had to steal stuff. So what you're saying is, though, I should let my kids watch more TV. That's the message I'm hearing. Sure. Uh, or yeah, screen yeah. time is not evil. <laughs> I think they get bored of it, though. Like if you, you know, like there comes a point where they're kind of like, Ugh, I'm done. What what else can I do? This is kind of yeah, cool. yeah. I, I mean, a- and we do. You know, he's got he's got karate. He's got um, chess club. He's got a bunch of stuff that we go skiing. It's got all these other things that they do, and we, you know, and he and I play chess at home, and we play things together. Other other things are like, okay, as long as you're doing enough other stuff, and you're you're walking away from it occasionally, I'm not, you know, yeah, I don't want to spend my entire day like fighting you because it got to the point where it was just like it was a fight all the time, and I didn't want to. You didn't want to live like wanna, that. I don't want to live like that. <laughs> That's not who I am. I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs>